Hi, I'm Tish, or maybe I'm just a girl interrupted. And I'm Juliana, and I have an overwhelming sense of ickiness. <laughs> this is episode 53 of the Rated F Podcast. This episode, we're talking about Boys Don't Cry and movie ratings. Women love shit like that. Cinemas will die out. Because it's just fucking movies. Women don't have the same opportunities. So many women. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have a guest. Ooh. His name is Miles. Say hi, Miles. Hi, Miles. <laughs> Thank um, you for having me. You're welcome. We're excited. <laughs> yeah. A guest, finally, again. It's when was the last time you had a guest? Two years. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And probably two years before that was, was Greg. Shortly after you moved here, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope I'm worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, Every two years we have a guest on. Well, that's not true, because we have one lined up for, like, the next episode. <laughs> um, Miles, why are you here? Uh, I'm here because you invited me, but also I'm here because I'm a film studies master's student at Carleton, and I love to talk about movies, so any excuse to go off is welcome. <laughs> So we're doing you a favor. Really. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's, it's mutual. <laughs> we're both helping each other out. Good. Um, what, so you're doing your master's in yeah. film studies. What's that like? <laughs> I really good uh, into an interview. <laughs> well, uh, like many grad programs, it can be incredibly stressful a lot of times because mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of reading, doing a lot of writing. Um, TAing can be a slog. But uh, on the other hand, getting to collaborate and talk with other students and work with younger students in the case of TA and kind of get to just talk about film in a really in-depth way is really uh, fulfilling. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a year in. I have a, another year to go, and it's been, it's been great so far. What are you going to do with your mask? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> That's always my question. Give us your five years. People go to school no, and I'm like, no. but why? What are you, what is, how is this going to improve your life? I, other went, than I went through a whole English degree trying mm. to dodge that question. And now I'm just trying to go through another degree dodging that question. Um, the, the, the short answer is I don't really know. Um, you didn't have, like, any idea, like, going into it. You're just like, I just want to, like, study film for two years. Pretty much. That was like that was like that was about ninety five percent of the reasoning behind me going into it. I was out of school for four years at that point, and I was just kind of lost and not really sure what I wanted to do. And going to going back to school for a little bit seemed like the right uh, course of action. So, yeah. <laughs> if okay. it's so- if it sounds like I'm I'm, I'm rudderless, uh, it's not entirely inaccurate, but. I, I don't know, like, uh, through the program, I've gotten to, you know, work with some organizations here in the city, including the Canadian Film Institute, which oh, is... Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> funny, weird, I've met a lot of interesting characters there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyway. Do you want to, so, like, write about movies, or...? Uh, I thought about that. I do have some experience freelance writing, and so, just not necessarily about film, so I've thought about that, but I just don't really have the drive to make freelance writing a full-time mm-hmm. gig. It's yeah. just... And a lot of, like, 
you know, self motivation. Yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm a very lazy person, so. Um, I mean, you did tell me once that you'd rather just be told what to do than to like to have a job where you have to decide. To, to, to a do. sense, or yeah, to a certain degree. I I mean, I've. I've Give me a job structure. Yeah, I've been the manager. I don't like delegating, but um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, writing or or working in some kind of nonprofit capacity, maybe, or working for a film festival, even would be kind of cool. These are all things that I've been thinking about, but I'm gonna get through this next year first. I know. Yeah, but you're like, I have a year before I have to think about this. I'm always thinking about the future, guys. The world's going to be over in, like, 20 years, so... Exactly. Like <laughs> That makes me feel lazier. I'm like, eh. Well, Nothing either it doesn't matter it. or, you know, do what you can before civilization crumbles as we know it. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely <laughs> there's definitely moments where I kind of look at the work I'm doing. I'm like, what benefit is this going to have for anyone when climate After the apocalypse, like, knowing about films is not going to help you survive. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, maybe people will want to read I mean, about... we're in the same boat. We don't have yeah. practical work skills. Well, theater degree. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that, that's car. me. After the apocalypse, yeah. I can, I can do nothing. I can make you a cake. <laughs> That's what I guys. I'm pretty sure the three of us together, we're gonna conquer team this apocalypse. <laughs> That's a show if I ever heard a pitch. Um, what's your like thesis or whatever you're going to do? Uh, so I'm currently, when fall rolls around, I'll be start starting to write. A major research paper, so about half a thesis in terms of length. About Is that like a half um, marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just as just as hard. Sure. It's just as much work okay. in its own way. <laughs> don't belittle. Don't belittle well, my choice in education. It's like you do your thesis, or you do a major research paper, or you do like a research paper, or like there's like three things you can do. Well, yeah, Carlton offers a coursework stream. Just do courses, but um, anyway, yeah. So, so my my focus is uh, um, Godzilla movies, particularly like the contemporary ones that have come out in the last five years or so, and kind of looking at what uh, what can what can be gleaned or learned from their um, modern. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Like, why why do we why are we going to these movies now? Like in this particular time that we're in. Like, is it something about the climate disaster that we're currently facing that makes the prospect of giant monsters laying waste to our civilization appealing? <laughs> like, yeah, is it relief? Is it us trying to work through those feelings? Like, why are we making movies about giant monsters that destroy shit when we're facing that sort of disaster, you know? These are big questions. Mm-hmm. So That sounds interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's a a 65-year-old franchise, so clearly there's some reason why it's stuck for so long, I think. Because monsters are cool. There is that, too. (laughs) See, like, that's the other thing. It's like, maybe there just isn't any. I mean, you got, like, other, there's stuff other than Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Pacific Rim. Yeah. That's all I can think of. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I bet, what was that cartoon one? King Kong. Monsters versus Aliens. They had, like, a sort of bug like mothra or whatever did you ever see that i'd be like the animated dreamworks yeah, movie yeah. no i never saw that <laughs> there's 
a giant thing. It was like a bug. It was called like Insectosaurus or something, yeah. and they like distracted it with a bright light. Well, Rugrats had like Reptar, which was. You're giving me a blank look like I don't think you've I've never watched Rugrats. Rugrats. Oh what my the god! Hell? I had a deprived childhood. I didn't have YTV or whatever you kids had. I had TVO. That sucks. <laughs> you gotta go find some Rugrats. See what you missed out on. Julia, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I'm okay. Reptar. There is their Godzilla analog. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. I know what Godzilla is. Yeah. I mean, could... I don't think I've ever seen a Godzilla movie. Listen out. I watch a lot of Pacific Rim. My boyfriend's son loves Godzilla. Oh. Great. Because he's like a dinosaur. So he likes dinosaurs, dinosaurs and monsters. That's his jam. That, well, I mean, Godzilla like a seven-year-old is... Boy, yeah. So. Both those things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I, I think I got into Godzilla when I was, mm, like, 10 or 11, so, yeah. Was there anything new back then, or you, it was, like, classic no, stuff No, yeah, there was, at the, one of two video rental stores in the small town I grew up in. Two? Uh, That's, what a big town. I think, I think they're both gone now, unfortunately. Um, there were, I think, there were two uh, old, like, 60s Godzilla movies on the shelf, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was, was kind of it. Yeah, and I've just been—I still haven't watched all of them, but I'm making progress. So cool. They're hard to find. Anyway, Godzilla. That's my research. That's cool. But we're not here to talk about Godzilla, right? <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, you're here, so I figured it'd come up. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about Boys Don't Cry from 1999. I'm gonna read it off my iPad. Directed by Kimberly Pierce, written by Kimberly Pierce and Andy Bynan. Bynan? Starring mm. Hilary Swank, Chloe Sevigny, and Peter Sarsgaard. A young man named Tina... A young man named Brandon Tina navigates love, life, and being transgender in rural Nebraska. That's a terrible summary. Yeah, that's... He's that's not navigating. I know, it's like navigating oh is... Uh, it's like a rom-com description. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's... I mean, it's definitely a very abbreviated summary. It's a very generic. I mean, but sometimes they go too specific, and we're like, okay, that's ridiculous. Where'd you get the plot summary from? It's not IMDb. Well, there you go. (laughs) short version. This is marketing material. I mean... It does make it sound a little it could light, liter- it more could, lighthearted. It could be a wrong, yeah, it could be lighthearted, but it's not. Okay. No, it is like, not. oh, hey, I'm transgender. Like, it's Ooh. not, it's a little. Yeah. It was, ni- yeah. I mean, yeah. it was 1999. Yeah. I don't no even think was... they used that word. No, what Pop- did he keep? Well, it's 1999, it was set in 93, and they said, uh. Sexual identity, identity crisis. crisis. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we should back up and start. Or how do you want to? I mean, we assume people have seen the movie, except otherwise, spoilers. So we don't need to, like, explain the movie. But yeah, we could start at the beginning. Which I thought was Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it said Texas. But it's 1993. I mean, I'm in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the copy you put on the Google Drive. I know. So. I don't know where I got Texas from. I thought they were in Texas. Maybe it was I, the song. I, 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 yeah. I think at some point they do mention Houston and. Do they? 
I, I think you they do. I about Memphis but, a lot, but I knew they weren't in Memphis. They were wanting to go to, I don't know. I thought it was Texas. Whatever, it's Nebraska. Rural Texas would, as you say, probably have the same reaction. Yeah, so. it's rural Nebraska. All right, so geographical location aside, <laughs> what did we... I mean, it might, it might help to kind of provide a quick little, like paraphrase of what the story is about okay. it's based on a true story yes. which i didn't realize when i yes yeah. but then you read like, like the end. you didn't realize it was, oh. um until um um you read imdb and then you read like everyone the real people left over saying like well that's not how it happened sure but that yeah that's how every kind of but yeah it was a case that inspired the story yeah yeah i mean it's an adaptation there's obviously yeah, you don't know what really happened it. between two people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Brandon Tina is a transgender young man, mm-hmm. although they don't use that word, but whatever. Um, try, yeah, trying to navigate life and love. Yeah. I mean, he wants to date girls, and he does. He has a... He lives in a trailer with... Is it his, it's his cousin? Cousin Lonnie. Yeah. Cousin Lonnie, who... Kind of supportive, kind of doesn't kind of get it. Yeah. More supportive than anyone else in his life. Well, yeah, he, like, um, allows Brandon to live, but he's also like, you're getting in trouble. Right, Because yeah. he is breaking the law a lot, aside, like... Yeah, like, Brandon has some his... issues, as, like, in yeah. life is life, aside from, that aren't stem necessarily from this, yeah. like, Grand Theft I mean, Auto the charges. I stuff, and... yeah. I mean, some of it, I think, is related to sort of living might, a double life. It for sure. With, like, fake IDs and stuff, but also, like, yeah, Grand Theft Auto is his charge. Right, yeah, we, we, we learn pretty quick that Brandon kind of has this troubled upbringing, this kind also, of Also, like, an attitude of, of, like, I do what I want. Sure, yeah. I, you know? I almost feel like it's impulse control, like... Yeah. Not like thinking he, of like, the consequences. Because I feel like the desire to be accepted is so much there, that's why, like, kind of... Mm-hmm. is the stem of all this because like they're like come along come do this with us and he's like oh my god a group of people that hey, want friends. me yeah. to be with them well I mean I assume he spent his whole life feeling out of place right otherness like and... he doesn't belong because he was in like the wrong body and he's finally like at a point where he's out of his parents house or whatever can cut his hair and live as a man yeah and he's well, just like running with it as we discussed like they we didn't have the language even in 93 mm-hmm. to like be discussing things like that yeah I mean, he and knew we, what he was doing, though. For sure, he was but like packing, he was—we did. He was probably doing the wrapping wrong because that's going to be really dangerous. But well, and we see that he has like informational pamphlets mm-hmm. at some point, so he must. There must have been some. I mean, it's for sure a thing. Yeah, it's but just, I just mean like yeah, YouTube and like about culture, and we didn't. It wasn't yeah, yeah, permeated the same way. Yeah, he wasn't watching anyone's like transition on YouTube. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like on T. Here's how it's going. Yeah. 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 Or, like, top surgeries and all this stuff. Um, it was a different time. I thought the, uh, like, the, the first few scenes were really interesting, just kind of establishing how much Brandon was trying to, uh, like, fit this very, like, what he probably perceived as, like, the way boys are, mm-hmm. especially in that sort of location, like, like rural like yeah. southern Country, United States like, like how you treat he a gets woman. the haircut but he like he's going out to the bars mm-hmm. and he's like trying to like fit the image and like one of the first things we see him do is get chased off by those guys who mm-hmm. want to beat him up 
Yeah, he's like he knows he's living sort of a dangerous life of like if anyone finds out, they're yeah. gonna fucking kill me. But he's like not cautious about it, you know. Like he stands up to men and like wants to get some fights and mm-hmm. dates girls and he's not hiding. Yeah, he's not sitting at home hiding. He's no. going out. Which on one hand is good, but he takes it too far. Because like we said, oh. impulse control maybe, or not thinking of consequences when unfortunately just living your life can have great consequences like that. Yeah, that whole that whole environment is really fraught for somebody in Brandon's uh, mm-hmm. position. and He's also lying about like other stuff. Like, he tells, like, yeah. he lies about where he's from, or, like, my sister's in yeah. here, my mom and my dad, and, like, he's making up this whole... Like, has a baby. That's a defense mechanism, right? Yeah. Because like, yeah. if... Yeah, he has to have a story. Um, I was I was wondering, like, this is kind of... You touched on this, where he's not really thinking ahead. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't really seem to think, to worry too much about when, like, who, like, the people he's pursuing, like, the girls that he's trying to mm-hmm. date or get with, like... He doesn't really think too far to like the point where he's gonna have to reveal what's yeah. going on, and like maybe he just wants some one night stands. Like maybe he's because yeah, like you're having sex with them at some point. They're wanna gonna wanna like get you naked, you know? Like yeah, he's not thinking think. about stuff like that. Or also yeah, like he's definitely not thinking about long term relationships. Which is strange because I think that you see in the character that he wants that. Like he wants connection. He mm-hmm. wants. Yeah that with someone but yeah because he's young and stupid well well i don't know about that i think i just think the the environment that he's in is not going to be friendly to him when the truth of the situation is revealed which no. as we learn but like, he's that's how being like ignorant of that like he's choosing to like deny like he's living in denial of right the sort of risk that he's at by like having sex with women yeah the, i think the film shows though that there isn't really an easy there's like not really an easy out for him at all. No, like he's he, there's no stuck by his circumstances. No matter what, there. it's not he's like there's an easy her. way to be a transgender man, but you're choosing like it's yeah, yeah. He's kind of like I'm doing the best I can. He's yeah. adding more lies to the situation for sure. Because when they do find out, it's like first it's like he lied about like where he's from or like his family, what all this stuff, and then it's like his name and oh okay, actually this means he was born a girl. Or they call him a girl, yeah. But it's like, it could have just been, you're transgender. But instead it was all these lies unraveling, which, obviously, I'm not, he didn't create this situation exactly, but, like, it didn't make anyone any more acceptable of his big final secret to have all this mess around it. Yeah. What did you two think of sort of the portrayal of the other, like, the other family that he ends up living with. Everyone in this movie is trash. I'm sorry, <laughs> but, like, you're all redneck trash, and I would never go anywhere near you. They're so, like, especially, like, Peter Sarsgaard and that guy, like, they're, like, scary redneck dudes that, like, get in fights, and they're constantly drunk, and, like, treat their kids like shit, and, like, I don't even mean, like, ooh, you don't have money. I mean, like, you're living, like, scary lives that I don't want to, you know? Like, those unstable lives that I'm like no this is scary I, it's 
It's really representative, though, of, like, a large chunk of, like, the southern yeah, U.S. I'm sure. <laughs> and it reminds me a lot of one of my, my uncle, who's now deceased, drug and alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I see a little bit of my family in that, okay. which is scary. But, um, I don't know enough to know, like, how extreme of a portrayal it is. I'm sure that there's people that, like, whose lives are, like... But the mother in particular I thought was, like, really good. Like, she is a... That person exists. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if the film was, like, leaning too hard into really painting these rednecks as, like, dumb hicks. Yeah. It kind of... I mean, they weren't, like, over-the-top caricatures or anything. No, but they certainly did seem like... Like... There's like, nothing good about that. Like, like, you come home in the middle of the night, and your mom is wasted on the so and you take, you know how to, like, it's that kind of unstable environment that kind of, like, makes me uncomfortable, because I was never around that, of, like, you know, you don't know, like, who your dad is, or, like, stuff like that, or, like, all these, like, men are around. She's writing to him when he was in jail, she was 13. I'm yeah, like, that, what was that, was that about? How old is he compared strange. to her? Like... Stuff like that, where, like, the mom is, like, it's nice, she's so welcoming of all these, like, strangers and their little found family, but it's, like, but that guy's scary, and it's, like, interested in your daughter, and he's way older, and he, like, doesn't really take care of his kid very well, and, like, what is this, just for me, I'm, like, this makes me uncomfortable, this situation. Yeah, I I think it's kind of supposed to be, especially if, especially if, like you said, you haven't, like, grown up familiar with those types of situations, um... A lot of it reminded me of, like, small-town Alberta. True. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've been in bars with, like, characters from that film. And, like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're nodding. I'm nodding. I'm not saying... I'm yeah, just, I'm saying it seemed, like, I'm realistic. But I'm just, like, I don't want to be near these people. Like, I think... I feel like the film is, like, towed the line of being, like, kind of sympathetic to these characters and their situation. Yeah. Like, up until a point when shit starts to go bad. Yeah, and then you hate all and of them. Well, I mean, when, like, the one, John or whatever his name is, he is a piece of shit the whole time. Yeah, yeah. The, the I mean, Star he has, like, character. Brendan's, Brandon's mm-hmm. back, like, in that first fight or something. Well, no, he also is like, oh, we're starting a fight now. But then, you know, takes him in or whatever. But he's kind of, but also, like, he's a piece of shit the whole time. He's yeah. weird and creepy to Lana. He, like, doesn't take care of his kid well. Like, he hates his kid and, like... He's been in jail and, like, all Well, and, like, flies off the handle super, yeah. the, like, quick temper. Like, he's a dangerous person. Yes. And Brandon's already living this, like, dangerous sort of life, mm-hmm. unfortunately, just by being himself. But, like, this this was never going to end well. Like, these two kind of people, you know? Like, if I had some sort of secret or something, like... You know that revealing it to anyone, like, at this time, in this sort of place, no one's going to be like, oh, that's okay, I love and support you. Like, it's always going to be at least shocking and, like, scary to people, but, like, that kind of guy in particular, you know he's going to want to, like, at the very least, like, beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Because he's definitely homophobe, and when he finds out there's such a thing as, like, trans people, he's going to be transphobe. I just hated everyone in this movie, basically. That's fair. I mean, I don't hate everyone. I I find, like, Candace makes, is the one that, like, reveals the secret, but I don't find that she's, like... She seems like an innocent in all this. Yeah, she's... She makes her ending 
so tragic. It's, it's like, what? The, it, it really upsets me. so sad, me. her kids right there. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, that's rough. And, like, yeah, and, like, the mom isn't really too bad. She's just, she just her life. She just is ignorant and, like, yeah. doesn't... She's just worried about her daughter. Yes, but, like, in a... You, you talk about how she's, like, cool with John being around. So, like, she yeah. isn't... I think it's almost a lack of... It sounds so, like, bougie, but, like, almost a lack of education. Yeah. On, you know? For this time and yeah. rural what anywhere, yeah. Everyone's just lack of education. Sure, yeah. yeah, and it's still, like, I have no doubt that it's still like that. 100%. Today. Oh, yeah. Trans people are getting killed yes, all the yes, time yes, still. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was reading up on, like, the real John Lauder, mm-hmm. because he still maintains his innocence, apparently, and he's done, like, a gazillion appeals. He had another appeals process really recently. Yeah, he's on death was, like, row, 2018, right? yeah, and he's still appealing it. And, like, he's gone through appeals saying that, like, his IQ was too low for him to be, like, executed, cause he didn't, like... I forget what the most the most recent one is like that it's unconstitutional because I guess their state laws do it in a death row in a different way than anyone else is still trying to yeah it was, I mean, made me mad mostly yep <laughs> and the other guy's in jail too yeah like and he kind of consecutive life sentences or something right the reason killed. he's not on death row is because he turned and testified against John yeah but apparently since then has come out and said that he's the one that shot Brandon, so it's messy. Yeah. I, yeah, the stuff at the end that says, like, where they are now conflicted a bit with some of the other, like, IMDb facts and stuff about, like, yeah, the other guy being the one who shot Brandon, whatever. He shot Brandon after they raped him all night. Yeah. That was... Disturbing. It's hard to watch. It's a, I mean, it, the, the film should be hard to watch. It's not easy subject matter, but yeah. yeah, it's, like, not my first viewing of this film, but I was like, oh, I remember why I haven't wanted to watch this in 12 years. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not a movie you get home from work and you're like, I know what'll make me feel just great. I'm in the mood for some boys don't cry. No. Yeah. And they cut that down a lot. A lot. She had to cut it down a lot. Yeah. 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 Because she wanted to imply what happened, which was they raped her repeatedly, like, all night. All night, yeah. Not Mm -hmm. just they each went once. Right. Yeah. I just kept thinking about the actors, like, to be, having to act that, to do that, and then be, like, super excited and pumped up and, like, hugging each other about it. And I was like, how do you, like, get in that mindset? Because I can't imagine, like, that's so... It would be hard. You'd have to have, like, yeah, between, like, the three of them, they would also have to have, like, really, like, they probably talked about it beforehand and mm-hmm. afterhand, oh, like, yeah. a debrief, because, like, it's, it is, yeah. it's a lot of... So well, they have like, choreographers for that kind of thing. For yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Which helps, because it makes it feel, like, more You're mechanical, never, like, almost. Not, yeah. 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 But. Still. They did. They all did. I mean, that the acting is really good in this film. Everyone, yeah, I'm just yeah. I loved uh, Chloe. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you pronounce her last name? Seveny. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I I thought she was amazing. I uh, had a big crush on her for <laughs> the movie. Um, and I thought like her like romance with Brandon was really sweet, and I was kind of glad mm-hmm. that you know 
in this fictionalized representation of the story, she stayed with Brandon after mm-hmm. Brandon came out to her. Um, obviously, like in real life, she's said that that didn't happen. But um, for the purpose of the yeah. story, like I think it's kind of like positive it's to have like more yeah. tragic. Sure, that yeah. He did have someone like he was going to have a future, mm-hmm. but it. At the same time, like, I'm happy that, like, the character got to, like, experience that. Mm-hmm. Like, someone... Make a change. Accepting him mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, like, Lonnie, his cousin, who's yeah. like, you're not a boy, but I'll cut your hair. So, like, this kind of weird half-acceptance yeah. that he has with him. I mean, even though she was, like, gonna stay with him or whatever, she was, like, sort of weirdly in denial. But then they had sex after, like, without all her his stuff. Yeah, you know, but like, yeah. did it seem at the towards the end there when they're getting ready to pack up and leave that uh, Lana, yeah. that it looked like she was starting to have, have second, second thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. When he comes into her bedroom and she's like, doesn't want to kiss him and stuff. Yeah, but then it's only like for those that moment. It's very brief, and then all and then of a once sudden, everyone gangs up on her, and she's like yeah. back on his side fiercely. Yeah, but rough. Rough yeah. and stiff. You are right, though. It is very sweet, which I think is important because, like, I don't. Brandon hasn't had, like, a super in depth. I mean, we're led to believe, like, an in depth relationship with mm-hmm. somebody. We can't be honest. I don't think. Yeah. We know that he's been with, like, he's made out with chicks at the bar mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But. Yeah, they don't they have a converse there was a conversation that they have on the couch in that shed and I can't recall the details of it where he kinda of gets into his history a bit with his parents. I can't remember if he says anything about prior relationships. It's it's his cousin is like, No more girls, stop with the you're gonna get yeah. the shit. Right. It's just out implied of that yeah, he's dating a lot. Yeah. 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 Not yeah, when he says like no more girls like implies there's a lot of girls and not like stop having this one relationship. Yeah. Do we liked it overall, though? Is that is that kind of the consensus? Did yeah. we yes. like it? Yeah. yeah. It made me very uncomfortable and disturbed, yeah. so good job. <laughs> yeah. You know? If, film if it wasn't good, done well, then I would just be like, what was that? You just made me watch rape for no reason, but there was a reason. Yeah, it didn't feel like... Gratuitous. Gratuitous or yeah. exploitative. No. No. It's yeah, telling like, a tough story. Yeah. Which... If, you can't gloss over that stuff because that was an important part of the story. In the hands of a lesser director, this might have been like really clumsy and ham-fisted. I don't know. I felt like yeah. this kind of threaded the needle. Um, some of the speaking of needles, some of the needle drops, some of the music I thought were a little <laughs> felt very of its time. I was watching this. I was like, "Wolf, this is this is an early two thousands film, but it's nineteen ninety nine, so close enough." Yeah. yeah, but yeah, definitely uh, had that <laughs> aesthetic and that vibe, which I would agree with that. Yeah, and then like the, some of the establishing shots of like the nighttime, and they did like the fast motion. Yeah, I was like, Oof, this is very. That was a that big period. thing at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Look at the lights." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did notice she does a lot of those like time lapses on yeah. the sky, and then there's one shot at the end. Is it just, it's either like the morning they're about to leave or maybe it's the morning after like he's been shot that it's sort of like the same kind of shot, but mm-hmm. it's not a time lapse. It's just sort it's of just like a sky. dawn, yeah. like oh. over the whatever. And, I was like, mm. and then, and then it ends on that time lapse with 
like or her driving. Donna's driving. Yeah, like doing right. The, yeah. yeah. Music video. Yes, we are led to believe based yeah. on bit of a music video ending for yeah. sure but yeah yeah yes uh, overall yeah, ru- yeah definitely a hard movie to watch but I'm glad I watched it it was my first time so yeah. I'd seen it a long time ago and just didn't remember it a lot I remembered like the parts that I was because I was like oh, I know that like it's hard to watch I remembered like the stuff the kind of the last like 40 minutes there when it gets like yeah. I for some reason just remembered but, um, them like having sex for the first time maybe just because I was fascinated with like the logistics of that fair enough I, I think I watched this a long time ago <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah and like I think maybe also because maybe I already knew even the first time I watched it, like, some of the controversy about, like, the ratings and stuff, and, like, cutting, like, her orgasm was too long. And, like, yeah, that else. was very much talked about when they had to do it, because um, she did not take the rating line down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was. Well, and we'll probably talk about this later, but, like, for this movie... Unhappy. Speaking of ratings, which is what we're talking about, um, it was that too long of an orgasm. <laughs> But also that after he's coming up to kiss her, after he's done, he, like, wipes the corner of his mouth. Yeah. yeah. They made her after her After going down. Yeah. Because that is just too much. Was that not in the version of the movie that we watched? No, because no, they mentioned it in the... This film was not yet rated. Oh. Yeah, that she had to cut And that. I think they showed it in this film. Was I saw the clip and, and so I just assumed. And so when that assumed. scene happened, I noticed that it's, like... And it feels awkwardly cut that he, like, it seems to come in cut. Hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, they cut that out. And it doesn't flow as well. Like, just because he's already, like, the movement of him. Is like, there, the shot, and then right. you're like, go to that shot, and he's already moving, and it's just like, you would never cut at that spot. Oh, interesting. Huh. But no, yeah, they cut that out. God forbid a woman come. And be messy. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? I got some fun, fun facts that aren't really fun because it's not a fun movie. <laughs> it's no. Well, we talked about like the real story, like the real Lana says um, that she didn't stay with them once she found out. And there's also something. Or was that at the end of the movie? Like she moved back to yeah Fall mm-hmm. City and with her, her daughter yeah to raise her daughter. Yeah. As if that's not, like a happy ending. How it happened? No, I think that's I fine. didn't take it as a happy ending. I just took it as like a... It was like she went away to Memphis or whatever and got knocked up and then had to come home and get her mom to help her raise baby. Again, I'm terrible. I think these people are trash. But like but that's what it sounds like. That like, sound like a happy ending that like you came back to this shitty town. But I didn't take it as a happy ending. No. I just took it as like... Usually like, people... Babies That's are part of the issue though with like poverty is that... Especially having children young keeps you in poverty because you'd never make the money or get the education or the career. Yep. America's great! Okay. (laughs) There's also something about Brandon's tombstone uses his birth name and says, like, Mm. loving daughter, sister, friend. Yeah. That makes me so mad. Mom is still, like, was, like, upset that Hilary Swank, like, thanked Brandon in her speech and stuff like that. And not Sheena. Yeah, like, she still doesn't accept that that her son was her son. And, yeah. 
I think she's also said since though that she kind of recognizes what the film's done for that community and if Brandon had still been around and wanted to live life as a man then she would have been okay with that but everybody has to come to things in their own time I don't know yeah I guess so it's sad I mean it was the 90s Uh, anything else about the movie? So much fun? I don't think so. It was really good. Okay. It was good. Uh, let's talk women representation. Yeah. What can we say? I've already said I think everyone is trashed <laughs> several times. Yeah. But I think all the... Um, it's not a lot of women, but I think they're... They're like whole characters. For the most part, Candace is just sort of on the sideline, and that other girl, I guess, they're just there. Yeah, but they're not, I mean, they're not central characters yeah. either. I mean, I don't really find, like, even Tim Nissen, is it Tim or Tom? Tim? Tom? Tim? Tom? John and Tom? <laughs> okay, is know. that their name? Like, I don't find he's, like, a very rounded character. No. Either. All the men in this movie are terrible. Just, like, even just, like, the men in bars or whatever that are coming up to, like, Lana yeah, and Candace, like, hitting on them. I'm like, like, the men that we know are, like, obviously terrible. And then, like, even, like, just little characters, they only show men, like, grossly hitting on Yeah, the, 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 film, the film is very short on uh, positive male figures. <laughs> yes. Uh, which, maybe there's a point to that. Um, yep. I mean, I would say, yeah, like, I find Lana has a lot of different, like, aspects to her personality. She feels very real. So does her mom. Mm -hmm. I like her mom. Yeah. Her mom is, like, a really flawed person, Mm -hmm. obviously. (laughs) I just, I enjoy her portrayal a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's weird to say, like, it's good, because, like, most of the people aren't, like, good people, but in terms of... Real women on screen, it feels. I feel like they could be real women. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Um, So I counted up the directors, writers, producers, cinematographers, and editors. 17 people in those positions. Seven of them were women. There were a lot of producers. It's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Sometimes there's, like, three producers, and sometimes they just, like, everyone gets a producer credit. Yeah. May have pitched in money and producer yeah, credit, you know what thing. I mean? Because there's executive producers, yeah. and there's line producers, and there's producers, and there's, yeah. This is a Fox Searchlight movie, which means it's now owned by Disney. Woo! Good job, Disney. You're welcome. Every is owned by Disney now. When we were watching this film, is not yet rated, and... They're making a point of like the seven biggest studios. Yeah, and, and Disney like, came three like three of them are now under yeah. Disney. Like yeah. Disney is half of that. Now. Yeah. But also like when they're <laughs> blending all those images in, it's Walt Disney that like just gets really big on the yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you knew. <laughs> yeah. Disney. Um, Disney. Do we know if there were any like trans people involved with the production of this film? I don't know. I didn't see anything mentioned about that. That's a good point. If they consulted, and maybe they maybe there was. And- they weren't out. Who knows? But that'd be, I mean, that'd yeah, be worse. that's true. That's not the thing that you can sort of just check without 
Yeah. Ask me personal questions. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious. I mean, I, I, I mean, would... this is a very early film to be about a trans person. Right, yeah, I, I you know, don't have a... Like, even now, we're like, why aren't you letting trans people play trans people, for fuck's sake? So, like... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, sort of problematic on its face that we have Hillary Swank playing I the mean, character. I mean, but... I don't have a problem with that because Brandon hadn't transitioned physically at all, you know? So it makes sense that, like, someone born female or whatever would play him at that time in his life. Fair. But also, I mean, cis people play trans people, so trans people can play, you know, like... Yeah. I mean, she did a good job. But it is, yeah. Like, as far as transition. Like, sometimes they get, like, cis men to play trans women, like, post surgery and, like, actual, mm-hmm. like, physical transition. And it's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> but in this case, it was like, I want to get into, like, people's biology, but it was, like, a, quote, like, female playing someone who was born female. Yeah. But yeah, it mm-hmm. would have been great if it had been a trans man playing. Trans yeah, man. I'm reading a very recent... Um, well, some recent stuff. There was, there's been a lot of protests over the years about the fact that it was not a transgender performer. Okay. Um, I didn't see anything listing trans people. I would have been surprised. You would have think she would have maybe at least consulted or you know. Yeah, but some. I didn't see anything. People's experience. And some of it has gone like a little far. Like apparently she's. Kimberly Pierce has arrived at protests and they're like, fuck your transphobia and stuff. And like, she's a respected, also queer filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Like, not saying that they don't, they have a right to protest and they have a right to feel they like. Have a point. Yeah, for sure they do. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe we don't need to like show that at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I withhold comment. <laughs> Just because I'm a straight white cis dude and maybe I. Well, like, yeah, I, I think mean, they have a have a good point. I don't think mm-hmm. we should dismiss the concerns of the trans community about how they feel about this film. No, I yeah, mean, it's, it's about, about them mm-hmm. much more than me. But yeah, I just always yeah. feel like dialogue. Yeah, I mean, at this point, the movie's made. Like, let's not freak out about it. And let's guess just what? It's use it as a talking point right. for like, further Right, it was made in 99. There's been changes since then, so it's yeah. not a perfect... I mean... I, it would be made differently today, probably, yeah. than it was made in 99. Hope, but we still see cis people. Oh, for sure. Cast as 100%. People. But, yeah. I don't want to, like, make excuses for the time, but it's also, like, yeah, at the time, there weren't probably as many working trans actors to choose I mean that's the excuse they make for right and we shouldn't we should say like you're right they should have had a trans performer but I think we can also be like let's learn from that and make do better next time yeah do better no better do better (laughs) we all learned a lesson (laughs) okay okay um Rotten Tomatoes yeah Critics gave it 88%, audience gave it 87%, 
and it, they got a meta score of 86% or 86. Mm-hmm. So it's all... All pretty good. Sometimes we see, like, pretty big disparity between critics and audiences, yeah. especially for sometimes films like this that are harder to watch, that aren't, like, fun. Sometimes I find the critics give it a much higher score yes. than audiences, so I found... Films like these that aren't entertainment. And what was that quote I got? Okay. Um, Premiere voted this movie as one of the 25 most dangerous movies. And the description the magazine gave was, These are movies about which you could say, That's not entertainment. They're not rides or diversions. They are galvanizing experiences that place squarely in your face. All the stuff Hollywood usually presumes you go to the movies to get away from. Films that rearrange your head, that challenge your bedrock of ideas of life and love and the big sleep. Consciousness expanders, in other words, but rarely in a pleasant way. Thank God for them. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Just speaking of, like, critics and audience, sometimes audience don't get it, and they just want to be entertained. Yeah. And critics are like, <clears throat> oh, this is consciousness expanding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rated F for... Did you... I have a word. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, rated it for fabricated stories because he lies a lot, right? Mm. I was gonna say for fibs. Yeah, I also <laughs> um also rated F for fucking hard to watch sometimes. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. It's okay. You, you don't have to. Do it. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I now that we're talking about it though, I am thinking, and I'm like, I want to. I wonder if this, like, how this would look differently, if it was made by trans people starring trans people. Because now I want to see that. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to see this story again. But there's no. plenty of trans people who have been killed. If we want to keep down those stories, well, no, I just, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, how yeah. we can better. Maybe we should do an episode about. Trans we should do an episode about trans representation. Can we find a trans person to come talk to? We should so definitely try and do that because we shouldn't do it as just us. Oh, well, we need to make more friends. I might actually have somebody in mind. I'll okay. see. <laughs> okay. We're just like checking out diversity boxes, making friends. Yeah. Do you like to talk about movies and do you fill out any of these minorities? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, let's talk about movie ratings and censorship and probably a lot about the MPAA. Mm-hmm. That's a big yeah. one. Um, so yeah, as research, did we all watch This Film Is Not Yet Rated? Yeah. Yes. Documentary about um, the MPAA and how it works. And what, does, what does MPAA stand for, Tish? Motion Picture Association of America? Yes. yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Good Yay. job. <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought we're going to talk a lot about that, but let's maybe start international and get an idea of what other countries are doing. Because we're talking about ratings, but other countries straight up censor shit. Yes. In a lot of countries weird do. weird ways sometimes. Um, there's an article about the censorship board in India, which just sort of reading through overall what India does a lot of censorship but it seems very arbitrary and confusing like in within one conversation they'll take out a word sometimes but not 
throughout the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's not that the word is the problem, it's this me context or something, but like a lot of people like don't understand what they're why they're doing what they're doing. Are we, and are we talking about movies that are being imported from like Hollywood, or do they do that? Um, with, like, in this article, yeah, Hollywood she gave the example of like um, she was watching Office Party or whatever that movie was, and they like within one back and forth they censored the word dildo the first time, but not the second time, stuff like that. You're only allowed one dildo per conversation, and. Yeah, I don't know, like, stuff about the length of the kiss in the Bond movie and selective muting of the word bitch from The Hateful Eight. Hmm. And just, like, phrases that you're like, why did you even... Yeah. So, and it's, like, getting stricter somehow in India with the censorship. Like, they're not getting more lenient. Some people would argue it's getting stricter in America, too, so. Yeah. They don't straight up censor stuff, though. But also people make movies with ratings in mind. So they're sort of censoring themselves sometimes. Okay, I look up China because Huge we, film we talk about that a lot. It's yeah. like the biggest market for America. Mm-hmm. Um, they do censor a lot. And um, they do so in a way that like basically the producer like participates in self-censorship. Um, like as they're making the film so that they can get it through the like film reviewing committee and it's not just straight up content like sex, violence, language like we do here it's like ideology and like stuff like that um, what's the example uh, films should not include content that harms national dignity honor and ambitions exposes government secrets endangers national unity or ex- supports extremism or terrorism a lot of like yeah, like national like they're yeah, very worried about how China is portrayed in yeah. movies. But that would go with their whole regime. Yeah. In general. I mean that China No uh so No ghosts allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters couldn't play in China. Yeah. yeah. I have some examples of films banned in China and why they're banned. Um a movie of Alice in Wonderland from 1933, going way back, was banned under a category of superstitious films due to its strangeness and unscientific element. <laughs> so it hasn't changed much because they still allow ghosts. Yeah. Christopher Robin was banned because uh, they didn't give an official reason, but images of Winnie the Pooh were previously censored and banned since 2017 after social media users compared Pooh to Chinese leader Xi Jinping, causing the character to become associated with political resistance. So they wouldn't let Winnie the Pooh in. <laughs> what, is, isn't Daffy Duck, not Daffy, Donald Duck censored somewhere because he doesn't wear pants? pants. pants yeah, yeah, I, think yeah, I so. believe I've heard I think that. that's also a problem with Pooh then. Maybe. Right? He's, he's wearing a shirt, but he's not wearing pants. He's a degenerate. No That's like the worst thing a man can do. Oh my god. Um, Call Me By Your Name was banned because of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. World War Z was banned because of zombies. And also Brad Pitt, whose film and entry to the country are disallowed since he started seven years in Tibet. Wow, it's a long time. <laughs> They've been disallowing. Yeah. Brad Pitt can't play in China. All right. Huh. He's not going to get cast in anything Marvel. <laughs> no. 
Oh yeah, I guess that would that would enter into that's it. That's their biggest they? fucking market. Yeah. Marvel makes those movies for China. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Yep. So that's China. Yeah, the whole ghost thing. It's a. I guess it's like a supernatural element. Mm-hmm. This is very. Fucking. It. That's why it baffles me that that's like, the biggest like or second biggest market for America is China. But also like. But they make they things know like that Marvel way. movies. I would argue have like. Scarlet Witch. That's supernatural shit. Right? Interesting. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, I don't have any <laughs> input. I thought you had like a really brilliant no. thought. No. I'm just okay. stroking my mustache. I mean, as I do. Yeah, at this point, Marvel just make they make their movies so they can play in China. Yeah. Without so being they cut. Oh, they get like China exclusive scenes. Yeah. Yeah, they added it's stuff. Annoying. To Iron Man three. Oh, I did uh, well, read I something mean, about that. Or, Mm-hmm. Iron Man 3, though. Um, and I just want to mention Kenya, because we've talked about this before. Rafiki was banned. Um, I guess it was allowed to be made in Kenya. It was made in Kenya, but um, it wasn't allowed to play because it had positive representation of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Not just homosexuality, but it's like the old school rules. They even used to have that in like, America. Like, you could have... Sorry, I have a fucker. Um, <laughs> if you had, like homosexuals or other unsuitable people like they it was okay if they were in it as long as they like met a terrible end yeah right to show like this is what happens this is what happened you know and then like yeah or like i'm sure they i think they did that in like early like germany and places like that like if you had who do they not like communists or something like something like that or some other political party or jews or whoever they i don't know (laughs) it was the same kind of thing like if they're in a film, they have to, like, die at the end. They can't have a happily ever after. Because that's not right. Um, but yeah, the filmmaker of Rafiki, like, sued the country, I guess, and won yeah. the right to show her mm. film in theaters long enough to be considered for the Oscars. That's the most important thing about movies. I mean, it didn't even get nominated. Did it, it didn't get nominated, no. To I be mean, honest, we saw it we when saw it was it. here. And we yeah. both, like... It enjoy it's not like I, it's yeah. not like I was like oh my god when is this gonna end but like no it was good it just wasn't it was good like, it wasn't mind blowing it wasn't yeah. and I think part of that too is like knowing the story I was like oh my god they sued Scandalous. the government you yeah. know like it had built it up hype. so big and then we we're like and okay like, oh, that's nice. Like, nice yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was pretty yeah I'm thinking of like all the sunlight and her hair and yeah hair. her hair is oh. pretty you haven't seen it yet no I haven't. <laughs> I think it's coming to a buy town or something. It's no. I don't know. I think it I haven't played seen it. at the buy town. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I don't we know. saw it at okay. Inside Out, the LGBT film festival. Um, okay, Canada and America. Yeah, Canada. We're mostly going to be talking about America, but they're Canada similar. similar, and we get all their media. Um, okay, so ratings is the thing we're talking about. So, I mean, this is probably easier visual, but I'll try to go over it a bit. Most, I did look at a chart of, like, sort of all countries, and they break it down similar. Similar. Like, there's kids, and then there's teens, and then there's, like, adult-only kind of similar age breaks for pretty much every country. It's more about what is allowed in all these In those categories, yeah. It varies, yeah. Um, Because, like, we have 
G, PG, and then 14A is persons under 14 years must be accompanied by an adult. 18A, under 18 needs an adult. R for 18 or older, and then A for adult, which is basically porn. Like, the purpose of the film is sexual explicit. Yeah, because technically R and A, the same... Same age. People could go to them, but it's a different... It's specifying I don't think A would play... In, in, a, in a cineplex no, or anything. It wouldn't. That's no, the no, point. no. Yeah. It's restricted and it's also like, this isn't just an 18 and over film. This no. is porn, basically. So then America has GPG, PG-13, which is just a warning to parents, but kids under 13 can still go. It's not like 14A where we're saying you can't go if you're younger than this. And then they go right up to R for under 17 needs uh, an accompanying adult, and then NC-17 adults only. I grew up thinking Canada had PG-13 as well. Yeah. But may- I guess laying it I out. Just, I just never hear about We may ratings. have at 1.2, I don't know. Oh, and specifically, technically in Canada, it's done province by province. Yeah. They vary slightly. Really? So they do So what slightly. I just said mm. is, like, generally most of them, except Quebec, was something totally different, but they vary slightly. Like, some of them have 18A is, um, like, under 18, you need an adult, but you still need to be over 14 or something like that. Right. Yeah. I have not paid attention to a film's ratings well, we don't need an adult. Yeah. I don't remember kids. ever paying attention, even when I was younger. I don't think mm. I ever. I've never no not enforced dis- been disallowed. Like, from yeah, that. like stop teenagers from seeing an R or something. You never got ideas. Also, the okay, I, I looked eighteen also, at like thirteen, so <laughs> I probably never went to anything rated R. My friend got. I would. We could rent. Like no one stopped us from renting shit. I rented. My brother and I probably rented some of those. Like comedies those probably like are comedies that boys like to watch I had when I was way too young. friends that got like ID'd at movie theaters for sure mm-hmm. but I've always been very very tall and stuff and people just always thought I was older so I never had that issue neither of your parents enforced any sort of no my parents were always real chill with like letting us watch things at a pretty young age they said both my brother and I have, like, a pretty good knowledge of, like, this is imaginary, this is a mm. film, it's not real. Mm. And they, like, really tried to instill the sense of, like, reality versus fiction. Yeah. But we were allowed to watch a lot of stuff really young. We didn't have TV either. Movies were a big thing cause we didn't have cable, so movies right. were a big thing in our Tish. family. Um, one time <laughs> I rented the se- a sequel to Carrie called Carrie to the Rage. And my mom mm. came in and was just starting to watch it, and she's painting the walls with blood. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what are you watching? What is this? And I was like, I don't know. It looked cool. And she was like, that's blood. That's so terrible. And she like, made me turn it off. Or just made yeah. me feel bad, and I turned it off. That was before I had my own TV, I guess. So it was Fair pretty enough. young. <laughs> I, my mom walked in on me when I was like 13 or 14. I was watching Phone Booth. It's Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I never finished it because she made me shut it off. He, uh, like, have you, any of you seen no. Phone Booth? No. Do you know, like, the premise? Yes. Yeah, so he's, he's in trapped booth? in this phone booth yeah. where, like, some guy's threatening to kill him. But, like, there's a point where someone's trying to get into the phone booth and he's like, no, no, like, I'm on the phone. And he, like, slams the door on this woman's fingers and then she starts, like, swearing up a storm at him and, like, 
just cusses him out and yells at him like you hurt my dick hand like (laughs) (laughs) it's just like you know just crass but that was like the precise moment my mom like walked in or like passed by i was in like the shared entertainment room or whatever and she's just like what are you watching i was just like it's phone booth and she's like this doesn't sound appropriate you gotta stop it right now and so she stopped and then i was pissed and uh went to my room to like watch something else and then like half an hour later both my parents came downstairs to give me a talk about the things i was watching and then they're just like yeah we just think you need to be more mindful of like what it is you're watching and then they look at the tv and my dad's like what's this crap and it's fucking king of the hill (laughs) which is just like i feel like king of the hill might have been like 14a PG-13 at the most, yeah. Or 14A, well, I guess. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much 14, um, you should be watching it. Yeah, but that was, like, the most obvious example. I... Wow. But I'm pretty sure, like... Burned two, into your brain, that but, like, it, that's That's the again. one I can think of the most. I've never finished it. I can't think of anything my parents ever made me turn off. I mean, my brother and I, I say, I blame my brother, because I have an older brother, he, but he would rent stuff like Euro Trip and mm-hmm. Road Trip sure. and the, all the American Pies and scary movies and like those kind of gross, dumb comedy stuff. And I don't know if my parents just never noticed what we were watching, or... They were not that discipline. Like, my brother, I have a much older brother, so mm. I feel like that made a difference, too. Yeah. Titanic, my parents fast-forwarded through the... Oh. My yeah, dad took me to the theater to watch Titanic. I can remember right. watching Titanic on two two VHS. Yeah, yeah, I own it on two like, VHS. My babysitter, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. I watched I it with my cousin. Stop, so you I have remember, to put it in the. I mean, there's no the actual sex. They don't show anything. It's just like ooh, naked lady. No, it's just yeah. very typical like, Hollywood yeah. sex. I mean, I'm sure as a kid, I was like, ooh, I really wanted to see it because you know Leonardo DiCaprio was a big uh-huh. thing, and my dad took yeah, my dad took me and my best friend to go see it in theaters. Yeah. That was my... I don't know what it was rated. He said he would only take me if I could get through it without having to go to the bathroom because I was, oh, the, kid, no. I was the kid that had to pee like 15 yeah. times a movie. Oh, that's a long movie to sit through. I did it. No, boy. It's two VHS. Um, <laughs> two VHS worth. The phone booth example is so weird, though, because a couple of years before that, my mom let me rent Alien for a birthday oh. party, and that movie is it's pretty gory as yeah. fuck. And people are murdered. Is it just the language in particular? I think that's what it was. Like walking by your kid's room or whatever. Like hearing hearing you just hurt my dick hand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. None of us have the cleanest mouths in my family. So I feel like that would have been very hypocritical. Yeah. I can remember my mom telling me to turn something off, like music or language. I was like, what? It was like rap or something. I borrowed from someone. I wasn't really paying attention, but you know, words. So we agree that maybe ratings are good for keeping kids from watching stuff, or not? Uh, I mean, I turned out fine. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I think most people turn out fine, even if they watch stuff that's maybe not in their age demo. But I think, well, yeah, teens, yeah. early teens, it's like, you can watch shit. It's, <laughs> it's hard, because like I'm sure that there is some... I mean, I'm not a doctor, I guess. <laughs> but I'm sure, like... Talking to psychologists, they talk a little bit about it in the this film not mm-hmm. rated. I'm sure there's some link to like amount of violence or something that kids see and like, but yeah, it, generally I think it's more important to instill this like the difference between reality and fiction than it mm-hmm. is to like what yes. fiction they're watching. Like yes. this is a movie. This is not real life. This is not things real people. Well, that's what the like 
parental guidance is for, or, like, you can see this with a parent. Right. That's the general idea. As I if, mean, like, parents are, know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they're not all child psychologists. Um, but yeah, speaking of, like, fantasy and stuff, um, in the documentary, Darren Aronofsky had a good point about violence, about how, like, um, the way it is now, like, PG-13 or whatever, like, they showed, like, a Bond movie where it's, like, shooting tons of people, but it's not gory, and, mm-hmm. like, that gets a lower rating than the really gory stuff where people's guts are spilling Right, you're not he made the point blood. of, like, it should be the opposite, like, you shouldn't be able to see the sort of fantasy violence where people don't really, you don't really see people get hurt until you're old enough to understand that this is fantasy, but, like, younger people should be allowed to watch, like, yeah, when you stab someone, like, they bleed a lot, or, like, this is what actual the consequences of violence actually are i don't think it's a good point at all i think darren aronofsky is full of shit (laughs) uh, as he so often is sometimes um i don't know like i'm just trying to imagine a kid being allowed to watch i mean i guess it's just contradicting what i just said where kids turn out okay if they watch gross (laughs) stuff but like i don't know i just saw midsommar and like that movie is gruesome i couldn't imagine a teen or like a young kid watching that and being like I get it this isn't real or something you know I don't know isn't that movie like really fucked up I think it's more of a like fantasy versus well like when you're watching like a fucking James Bond movie like sure. that's not okay, trying yeah. to portray anything realistically but like kids are like oh guns don't really do anything pew 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 all that's these true. guys that yeah. don't matter just dropping like flies I mean mm-hmm. as opposed to like a war movie when you see like Maybe people actually getting injured. Yeah, shit. I think that like it's a it's a challenging thing because I don't necessarily sit here and say like, well, we shouldn't have any guidance no. system because I think it is it can be like helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the bigger issue is like the way that they determine yeah where you yeah. fall in the guidance. Like system. I think ratings are good to give you an idea of what yeah like, what's in this movie. Even as an adult, you get a general like, sense is this of a PG like, movie or is this an R movie. But, yeah, it's um, what they're restricting. Correct. That's where my issue comes in. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I don't think just not doing ratings at all, like, parents or even just, like, as adults, like, it's helpful to know, like, okay, I kind of generally know what I'm getting into. Yeah, you watch a trailer or whatever, but then if the rating says, like, rated R for language and... Yeah. language then you're like okay fine I'll listen to people swear but if it's for like violence or sex stuff then like some people don't want to watch that right or they don't want their kids of a certain age to watch that but they don't mind if they're like 12 year old hears people say fuck a lot yeah cause they say it all the time <laughs> it's like that, that new movie coming out with the, the adorable little Tremblay, what's his first name? Oh, Jacob. the boys? Jacob Not the yeah. boys. It's called something like that. I'm it's super bad, but they're like 12. Yeah, I just saw the trailer And they're not that. old enough to see their own movie that they're in. Yeah. That's like But that's grade. the kind of thing where it's like, how are they old enough to like... Be in it, but not old yeah. enough to mm-hmm. watch it. And then it just implies that adults are watching little kids in this movie. Bo Burnham said that was an issue with 8th grade, right? Because mm-hmm. it got a pretty high rating. But he yeah. was like, no, like I made this movie for yeah. high school kids. For 8th yeah. graders, graders to watch. 8th graders to watch. Represents them. And yeah. yeah. Well, there is the 
documentary Bully that was about teenagers and it got like an NC-17 or an R and they were like these are literally teenagers lives and you're saying that they can't watch it because they say fuck a lot or something yeah that was yeah so ratings um they do like stop people from seeing stuff in that theaters and, and they'll like restrict the advertising stuff it's like an nc-17 yeah. and also even like i said adults will use that as a guide of like oh it's too much for me i won't even i don't want to watch weird well, sex because everyone has different like thresholds of like what yeah. they want to see yeah. and for some people it can triggering depending on yeah. like past trauma and stuff like that also yeah i feel like it should be more like that not like trigger warnings everyone thinks that sounds so stupid but like Someone might be able to watch a war movie and watch everyone's guts spill out, and that's not a problem, but to see, like, a rape or sexual violence, they don't want to see that. Like, that's a very different thing, and, like, more violent in a way. Like, I don't know, that's the thing, we don't really know, like, how they're judging, like, what is... It seems like they judge violence on, like, gore. Yeah. Well, but it could be more disturbing, even if there's no blood coming out or whatever. Yeah, well, like, going back to Boys Don't Cry, even, what did the director say? And this one was not yet rated? She's talking about oh, how... Oh, no problem with shooting Brandon in the head. Yes. Yeah. But the sex stuff had to be... Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah, like, the... the like I mean, the rape stuff, obviously, like, but... Yeah, yeah but the even consensual just the sex stuff is yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, women can't have yeah. pleasure on screen. <laughs> Blue Valentine. Have you seen that? Similar, yeah. similar yeah. issue, yeah. yeah. Because he goes down on her while she's naked yeah. and he's fully it's clothed. It's actually yeah. happened a lot. The idea of, like, specifically, like, women's orgasms on film mm-hmm. is, like, has always been... And they mention the whole idea of, like, women aren't allowed to enjoy sex on screen. Yeah. That's scary to people, apparently. Yeah. I can't remember where I heard it, but... Because, like, you see women get raped and yep. used on screen all the fucking time. Every week on Game of Thrones. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, there's something... I forget where it was now, but it was something about... Like, even when it's just on their face. Like, you're not even seeing. Like, restrict, like, a woman having an orgasm. But men, it was, like, fine to show their face and their reaction. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, stuff, like, they use a scary movie example where he, like ejaculates all over her and like she goes up to the ceiling and he's like oh my god like it's so gross but that was like not that movie was like PG-13 yeah yeah but we can't like hear a woman moan in pleasure cause that's too much too much or see someone wipe their mouth after <laughs> um, sucker punch I think that was the one previously we talked about there was um Sorry, I was reading the article about it earlier. I know they took out. They took the out sex a whole scene. scene. The reason they took out a scene is because the way that it originally went oh, in, yeah. it was like a love scene, and she was enjoying having sex, mm-hmm. and they didn't like that, and they made them edit it, and so the it edit like made it, it look like mm-hmm. he was taking advantage of her, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, that's fine," and the yeah. actress was like, "That's not." Well, no, Zack Snyder was like, that's not the scene. But apparently the actress said to yeah. Zack Snyder, too, she was like, I'm not comfortable no, I didn't, with that. Yeah. And then, yeah, and so he just took out the scene entirely, because that's not the way that it yeah. was meant to be. I remember reading that, I was like, that would have been a great scene, because it's, have you seen Sucker Punch? No. Oh, I love it. Um, 
it's they're like it's the fantasy world, but they're like working in a brothel or whatever. And yeah, it would have been a scene of her like taking control of her yes. self in this situation where she has no control and like even enjoying the sex, like. But yeah, then they edited it down to so make it, looked it like abuse, rape, yeah, or abu- yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was they were okay. And they were like, yeah, you sure lower rating for that. So stuff so like that we see a lot happen, and then of course any anything that they consider like not like s- straight cis like. Oh, yeah. Um, what did I write down about that? Um, right. Women having an orgasm, NC-17. Men having an orgasm, R. Uh, same with gay sex, we get a 17, a NC-17, yeah. straight set. Or even, like, positions. Like, missionary, fine. Like, from behind, NC-17. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's crazy to me. I just... It's a very... God, okay. The Raiders must have really boring sex lives. That's all I can Okay, yeah, let's talk about the fucking MPA. Who is actually making up these ratings and deciding these movies? They say it's the... It's ordinary people and the average American parent. But who the Whose fuck Whose kids decides? are all adults. Yeah, they say the that. I'm like, well, shows. first of all, no, because they're all from L.A. working for the MPA. Right. So that's not a cross-section of America. They were mostly white. They're mostly older. Their kids were older. Like, it wasn't even as what they said it was. But it certainly was not any sort of average or median of America. And also, parents don't know shit. If they had, like, child psychologists and people rating it, that would make more sense. They know where a child's brain is in development and whether they can handle shit. Yeah. People think parents, just because they have kids, they know everything. Right. They're, like... They well, have the morals to decide for the whole country who should be able to see what. And parenting styles, like, vary so much. Like, exactly. also, I think they're so only supposed to serve, like, a two-year term, but that's they were, yeah, clearly four, based yeah. on what we've heard not happening either. Yeah. Like, So, yeah, the documentary is, um, like, he hires a private investigator to find out who the Raiders are because that's the big mystery. They're so top secret and what they find out is that they're lying about who they say the Raiders are, like the age of the Raiders or the age of the children of the Raiders. And yeah. Well, yeah. Also, the, the whole thing's corrupt, pretty much. Is it's so messed up. And they basically are just saying, like, well, it's better than straight up government censorship. But it's like, well... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sh- I mean, I mean, sure. Ra- the I idea guess. of ratings, like, I'm all for. I'm just like, who the fuck is deciding what gets rated? What is the problem? Yeah, and when you when you kind of lay out the connections that Jack Valenti and the board, yeah. the association has. With know, yeah, the Raiders are like so called real people, but then they found out who was on the appeals board. If you oh yeah, rating. and it's oh my god, it was just people from studios and two priests. Yeah. That, I've seen this Too before, and I was men. like, forgot about that, and I was like, so pissed off about that. Episcopalian and Catholic. So not even, like, let's include some religious people. Let's just check in with the Christians. Yeah. Because America is well, Christian. Well, America is so yeah. puritanical. Yeah. And that it's explains Quakers. the sex stuff. Because sex is only for, between a man and a woman, once they're married, and only to make babies, not for fun. Right. Well, and we so, see, like... <laughs> We see, like, Europe kind of has the, like, opposite view on a lot of those stuff. Yeah. I think, think kids can see sex and nudity. They're harsher with yeah. violence than they yeah. are with sex. But, I mean, Europe, just in culture, it's like that. So. Yeah. They're a little bit. They're, they're less uptight than we are in North America. 
They're like, yeah, it's a person's body. Exactly. <laughs> People have sex. It's okay that kids know that. Yeah. And by kids, I mean, like, pre-teens at the earliest. Yeah. We're not talking about well, no, teen of movies having yeah. sex. Like, That'd be, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, violence should be more restricted. That seems to be the more damaging thing of kids seeing violence and not understanding than sex. Because kids are, by the time you're, like, 13, you're watching porn and stuff. Like, the movies are not keeping you from seeing naked bodies and sex depicted on screen. Right. Right? <laughs> so, they claim this is better than government censorship, because they say they aren't banning anything. But when you give it an NC-17, you essentially are. Right, because generally, theaters won't show it, mm-hmm. they won't even screen it, because they're not going to make any money off of it, not enough people go, mm-hmm. and you your marketing budget gets reduced to zero. Yeah. So, you're, you're just... Pretty much putting it out to pasture. To yeah, that's why they fight so hard and appeal their NC 17s. Yeah, Ari Aster and uh, A24 fought with the MPAA for six weeks to get Midsommar bumped from an NC 17 to an R. Oh. All because, spoilers, skip ahead if you want to watch <laughs> Midsommar. Uh, well, I mean, there's some pretty gruesome murders, but there's also, like, a ritual sex scene and, like, yeah. full frontal nudity with period blood, so... Guess what bumped it to an NC-17? Wasn't the gruesome murder. No. Oh, my God. Definitely the guy dick. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, my God. I was reading an article um, about the MPAA mm-hmm. in preparation. Look at that. And there was... They was talking about um, the idea of, like, why LGBTQ stuff is rated more harshly. Mm -hmm. And the quote that they used, this is the MPA's logic. They are the average Americans. That's their argument. Most parents think that they're not saying gay sex is good or bad. They're just saying that most parents would have an issue with their kids seeing it. So they're saying it's bad. Yes. I mean, we <laughs> do like, get into a whole logic. LGBT thing. I just, I mean, generally they're expand, you can expand that for all of their rating systems, but the idea that like, well, I don't think it's bad, but I don't think most people would want their kids to see it. Bullshit. It's because um, queer people are seen as more sexual just by existing, by sort of having to assert that we're not straight, whereas straight people never have to fucking talk about it. And that's, like, a whole other thing about, uh, yeah. But, yeah, anything gay is, like, rated higher. Because it's just seen as more sexually explicit. Even if it's just the same level of, like, kissing or whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. Scandalous. I don't know. And then there's stuff like PG-13 can have one fuck. Yeah. (laughs) But not if it's in reference to sex. No. You can say, ah, fuck, but you can't say, I want to fuck you, please. Sex, again, can't even talk about it. There was, Kevin Smith was talking about Jersey Girl and how they wanted to take out, or they were, wanted to take out or whatever, the scene where Liv Tyler is just talking about masturbating. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, graphically. Just no, saying she's just that saying she that she does it. Like, the fact that a woman actually yeah. masturbates somewhere in that's the world and like someone knows it. That's, like, or whatever, and like I said, that scary movie kind of shit yeah. is PG-13. Because it's seen as normal for boys to masturbate. Yeah. And it's still taboo for girls to even acknowledge that they have any sexual feelings or pleasure. 
Yay. God damn it. <laughs> this movie just made me so angry, and then they brought up the clergy being on the appeal thing, and I was like, ah, fucking America! They're fucking Christianity. Yeah. Fuck them. I don't know. This is a long episode. Yep. I didn't even go into the history stuff. We don't need to. Anything else that we really need to get off our chest? Okay, is there a solution? Is there a better solution? I want um, to the rating like, system. Um, like child psychologist professionals on ratings boards. And if you want parents to be involved. I just don't think parents know what's good for kids. Like, just because you're a parent doesn't mean you know what's good for all kids. I'm sorry. But, like, professional, like, psychology professionals. And also, yeah, sure, parents, but just maybe just a wide spectrum of people. Yeah, bigger cross Over 18, obviously. But, like, like more young people. Yes. Who... 18, you can see whatever you want, so you can watch all the movies, but you remember That's what a big you were thing like too, four though, years because, ago. like, generationally, like, what... Yeah. It's a slow is, change if we're is, asking, like, middle-aged people to judge today's movies. Yeah. You know? Because 18-year-olds are like, this is no big deal, but the 50-year-olds right. still think this is scandalous for their grandchildren to see. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think any sort of reform would have to, like, start with being more transparent about who's on it yeah obviously for sure um yeah i i can't think of anything that i would say that's any different from what the documentary said um but i also think as we saw in the documentary like all of these hollywood like bodies are so mm-hmm. inextricably tied together and kind of feed each other's interests that like separating any of it or starting like another independent review board from the ground up is just like next to impossible um oh, yeah. when that one lawyer said like we're gonna see all of like american media owned by two or three companies and it's just gonna be too well, powerful to break up i was just sitting there like this guy <laughs> this guy told <laughs> us and <laughs> nobody listened <laughs> didn't listen and to now look where we are yeah. now disney That's just true. runs the show with their g pg and pg-13 movies yeah and- yeah that's when the people it. like making the movies are also making the ratings, it's you're just rating your own movies. Well, I it's mean, no the, longer like average people judging the film industry, which is in their own little world. It's all well. The rate none of the raters are sorry. Like, the raters were people like they, they are normies. People. They're not. Like, yeah. They're not. The, no, they're not who the MPA right. necessarily pitches them as. Um, the appeals board being yeah, so yeah. many studio people was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You would think it would be the same, more raiders. Like, yeah. Why is it? Yeah, like a did just a different set of like yeah. the same. But no, it's studio people, and the clergy. <laughs> yeah. Really, the clergy Tish. <sighs> Fucking hell. Yeah, are you mad about that Tish? I can't tell. <laughs> Just Tish versus organized religion again. <laughs> I mean, it's always hard to do something like this because it's always going to be subjective unless they created like a really strict guideline as to what balls wear. But I don't That's think it's also the thing. Nothing. But there's no like specific point system. Right. Maybe counting fucks. The way like. <laughs> and like, I don't know if you could do it like that. There's always going to be like no. a film that like. It's always going to be like a little context fit. and meaning right. and tone. Yeah, quantifying that art, quantifying art that way, just. 
is yes, so then, weird. Right, so, so the issues... More like film critics. You're always going to have a subjective view, but mm-hmm. I think, yeah, transparency, especially, like, making it easier for people to, like, go and appeal for a rating. Yeah, because they don't even tell Talking about context exactly, and that sort of yeah. thing. They'll tell the studios exactly what to change. Yeah. They yeah. won't, they don't care about the independent filmmakers. No. They'll just be like, this is what we gave you. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah. I think films, they should definitely be looked at more holistically. I thought the part about American Psycho, where the director was told, yeah, yeah it's just the whole tone of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was just, I thought like, that was kind the of, movie. <laughs> I thought that was kind of hilarious, because, like, I don't know, like, that, that, should be in a sense like kind of how it's done rather than like yeah well, oh, this, I scene, this scene fucks. is five seconds this wrong this, yeah. or like yeah there's this many fucks or whatever it's like yeah. especially when it comes to i think sex stuff like if you're restricting like a consensual sex scene the same as you're restricting a non-consensual sex scene like that's that needs to be taken into consideration differently right it's not just about like literally what you see or what they're doing it's well who's you know consent and stuff like that and of course now you have filmmakers like the from team america or whatever being like yeah we left it in like way long because we knew they were going to make a like yeah. they're purposely cutting their films it's poorly. a fucking system that you have to like work with it yeah it's crazy nc-17 ratings are interesting though because like it you can get one of those and then you can kind of use that as part of the marketing afterwards. Now, because then you get like, yeah. you can release later like the unrated cut yes. on DVD, like True. Team America did. True. Like you could go get Team America and watch the sex puppet, the puppet sex scene <laughs> where they shit on each other. Like <laughs> that wasn't in the theater version. No, but like it becomes like yeah. okay, well, you know, if you wanted, if that's what you give us, then here's the uncut version. Yeah. It kind of gives at least certain... it's an option now, and even or just studio. For sure. The budget. Well, independent people are still like, please let me play in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's like either or. It's like they can get, they can put the cut version out. Yeah. And then come back later and be like, here's what I really intended, which is what's yeah. happening with Midsummer. But now, okay, this documentary was like 15 years ago, 10 yeah. years ago, whatever. Um. So nothing about like streaming. So now it would be right. like, and that's Netflix or world. whatever probably doesn't even allow NC17 stuff. Oh, I or think at least any. like children, like because they don't have any like. Yeah. I mean, other than like parental As a controls, user, yeah, you, can you don't really your own, like child account or whatever. But but yeah, there's, there's no Netflix can't PG thirteen regulate or, who's, yeah. who's actually. I mean, they could probably go into yeah. your computer. I didn't look into that, but I'm sure like streaming services probably just don't even go. Probably not. Even and that's like, a even that's like a R and stuff. Problem. They don't want anyone complaining about like my kid watched this. Uh, yeah, Netflix probably, uh, yeah, probably keeps it to a minimum. But something like uh, like Shutter being a horror streaming service would have more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Do people want to get on Netflix? There are <laughs> R movies on Netflix. Amazon. They've even made a couple, but I don't. I can't think of any NC seventeen that's on there. I feel like they just yeah. Wouldn't even. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Have we gone on about this? Yes. Enough now? <laughs> In conclusion. For sure, we have. I mean, go on about it forever, and we're only talking about the NPA, not I every know. fucking country. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ratings are a land of contrasts. 
You can email us at rated movies. Oh, rated F movies. <laughs> we were talking about ratings. Rated F movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at rated F movies. Miles, do you want to plug anything yourself? Do you want people to find you on the internet? Uh, nope. My Twitter is locked down while I'm in the throes of public service. <laughs> so, uh, if you do want to seek me out and read my bad tweets, uh, it's at Miles Sauer, M-Y-L-E-S-S-A-U-E-R. Um, you can shoot me a follow request, I guess. And, uh, yeah. That's do you all. have letterboxed? Do you give out your letterboxed? I do have letterboxed. If, you, if you're if you a cinephile who's on a letterboxed, uh, you can follow me at the same name, Miles Sauer. Uh, I make sure to post my thoughts on every movie I watch. Been wow. doing it for a year and a half. Got a lot up there. It's a dedication. Well, sometimes I only write like a pithy sentence. <laughs> sometimes I'll write a Even paragraph. Still. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> We're really good at endings.